0: So, um, there's a guy at work who, uh-huh. uh, Says we all he's, suck. No, he's newer yeah. and, uh, and you know, I said, you should check out cause he was going to play breath of the wild. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, you should check out our podcast episode, yeah. episode one and yeah. you'll hear my thoughts on it. The cause as I talk time. to people about video games, yeah. I realized that I say the same thing that I already said in the podcast. Yeah. And I just assumed he would never go listen to it. Like the first time he asked for like a URL mm-hmm. and then. Yesterday I was like, oh, well, you know, I forget which game we were talking about. Uh, maybe the last episode, Halloween. Yeah, and he was just like, oh, well, you know, I actually did hear your podcast, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. He was like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I don't really like how much you guys curse on it. Oh, I was like, okay, really? I, I mean, okay. I didn't think it was that much. He was like, right. oh no, yeah, you guys like, I have my kids around, is what he said, uh... and so I can't find the time to like listen to it. You know, obviously, if I was like alone, it'd be no problem. But I've got kids, right? Right. So, um, I wonder. I don't want to. I don't want to censor how we talk necessarily. Yeah. But I wonder if it's worth. I mean, you guys tell me. And this is a crazy idea, Uh but is it worth it in post to Uh... like throw in some beeps or something?
1: Um, I think I think there's a happy middle ground, right, where we just say it less frequently, and probably yeah comes out Yeah.
0: yeah 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 right. Fuck that. (laughs) <laughs> yep. okay i'm just kidding i'm just kidding yeah no, that's a good idea all right that was it that was my last bomb
2: all right oh uh, yeah what if what if we're like a rated r movie where we only get like a certain number of curse words like i don't, we, I can only say fuck like once or twice
0: okay okay yeah. and as long yeah. as you just kind of like keep track of it like yeah. yourself or you know maybe just yeah. like if, as you're editing it i'm yeah. sure you listen to most of what we say uh-huh. and if someone's just throwing out like a few too many fucks yeah. just oh penalty box right yeah you just mute them for ten minutes. Or
2: or or you just say earmuffs earmuffs kids and then you can just say whatever you want. Right. Yeah.
0: We could I mean I think that's fair. Right. Unless he's like cooking at the same time and then like accidentally hears the warning and right. then suddenly we're just start, like laying down the the vulgarity real thick as his kids are like dad what does dickwad mean
2: (laughs) well shout outs to leo's friend at work thank you for the listen and the feedback thank you all right um should we get this shit show started that's that's my first one
1: (laughs) okay oh boy
2: Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James.
0: I'm Evan Leo.
2: <laughs> and I'm John. <laughs> um welcome to the semi-explicit podcast. Uh listen at your own risk. We may drop some uh explicit adult language. Uh we'll try to keep it clean, we'll try to be a little more professional in this, our second year of podcasting.
0: Oh right, yeah. We've kind of reached a whole new sort of pinnacle for our podcast and a whole new level of professionalism now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll uh, see how long we keep that veneer up. Uh, let's see. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, you know what?
0: I welcome the challenge.
2: Okay, here we go. And,
0: and, and here's here's another thing. We could yeah. have uh, a certain section of the of the podcast like that's like good games after dark.
2: Oh, like the naughty zone. Right. Mm. Ah. Ooh, I like that. Okay. All right, the naughty uh, zone. Is yeah, that what we're calling it? yeah. New segment, the naughty zone.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'll tell you about a naughty zone.
2: <laughs> we're not in the naughty zone <laughs> yet.
0: Oh, oh, right. Later, I'll tell you some stories later about yeah. the naughty zone.
2: Um, before we get, before we go to the naughty zone, uh, we need to talk about uh, Resident Evil Two, uh, specifically okay. the 2019 remake. I hope. I hope the both of you played the 2019 remake and not the original.
0: Uh, I mean, would it really be that bad if I didn't play the original? I think I that,
2: It would yeah. make for an
1: interesting conversation.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, guys, the, my first criticism is the graphics
2: are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: graphics just didn't age well.
2: I, uh, yeah. I don't think we played the same game. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, the first thing I noticed when I started playing this. I was like, wow, you can see, like, the individual beard hairs on, like, yeah. characters' faces. Like
0: The facial uh, expressions were yeah. insanely good in this game. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they definitely got the... Uh, Actually, the they
0: monkey. were kind of almost too good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were really good, but, like, you kind of brush up against that uncanny valley, like... 90%, yeah. 90% of the character models look amazing and then there's that 10% that are like oh that was Almost like a, a little bit unrealistic and you kind of like oh mm-hmm. like people don't really look like that when they smile like
0: uh, yeah right. yeah
1: yeah Oh, yeah. give me some examples cuz I thought everything was fairly realistic
2: looking.
0: Um Leon kind of looked a little weird sometimes when he was smiling at um Claire. Yeah, it's just like the it's the dude.
2: T- it's the talking scenes, like, because there's a lot yeah. of cutscenes in this where characters are just talking at each other or talking to the camera or whatever. And, you know, you, it, it's fine. The game looks incredible. This is definitely oh, yeah. one of the best looking games I've played. The, the RE engine looks amazing. The character models are detailed beyond belief. All yeah. of the, yeah, it looks amazing. But I'm just saying, when when you get a game that looks this good, when the character models are this high fidelity, you start brushing up against that uncanny valley. And every once in a while... Like nine times out of ten, the illusion is perfect, and then that one time out of ten, you're like, "Oh yeah, these aren't actually real people. I I am playing a video game."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But it just, it's, it's that just kind of like more effect.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's more like blaringly obvious. Yeah, yeah when it happens.
2: Yeah. So, did you guys do your first first playthrough as Leon or as Claire? I uh,
0: I've told you before, man. I'm Leon all the way.
2: Uh, you okay, have the I same also, name. I also did Leon. Yeah. I did Claire, actually. Oh, good. Oh. We're going to have some good things to compare against here. That's good.
0: Hold on, I have to yeah, give yeah. full disclosure before we talk about this game. Yeah, here we of. go. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, mm-hmm. horror games are not my forte. Right. Um, if you guys would have come over and played with me, yeah, I, w- I would have played the whole game through however you wanted to play it. right? But because it was just me alone, right. yep. I-, I could not get through the game unless I played it on assisted mode
2: ah okay with a walkthrough
0: oh and like every like multiple lights on in the room and <laughs> i may have had some music playing too at the same time just to like distract me a little bit that's like interesting because i
2: didn't play with the assisted motor or whatever yeah. how, how how did that i mean did you play with that on the whole time how does how does yeah. that affect the game how does that affect the game I what is that doing i don't know what that's even doing
0: well how long do you expect the game to be completed like the you did the Leon? How many yeah. hours did Leon? Now take
2: I know there? I know John finished the game way faster than I did. I think my final play time was like ten or eleven hours or something like that. John finished it in like eight, I think. Right? John I finished. Yes, eight I finished
0: hours. the game in five hours and fifty-five minutes. Holy!
2: uh oh, wow. earmuffs <laughs> kids. Yeah. Naughty zone time. Holy <laughs> shit! Holy yeah, it's really fast. Yeah. yeah. And and naughty zone but how so like the zombies are like how super easy okay so they they still
0: they still scared the crap out of me because i'm a little girl about it i mean hey no offense to girls i'm just Uh saying i'm not a girl so i turn Mm. into a totally different person but you
1: are in this case sure
0: no i was playing leon but i'm just saying like (laughs) um i mean oh yeah when i'm playing the game i'm i turn into the opposite person uh and a scared version (laughs) of that gender um what I'm saying is that the zombies were super easy to kill, but they still cared the crap out of, scared the crap out of me. But yeah, like hmm. I could kill I could kill every zombie, uh, just if I waited long enough. The cursor would just aimed right for the head, and then I would just pull the trigger and it would blow the brains out. Like okay, five out of ten times, um, except for when zombies never freaking died. That was annoying. But yeah, like there was no difficulty. Almost it was, I beat every boss first try.
1: Hmm. Um, was that still enjoyable though? For it being that easy? Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I mean, I think most of the game is not really inherently entertaining, for its action. Ooh, uh, see, I, I don't guess. agree with you. I was see, more into like the puzzles and the, and <laughs> there, finishing the there, story.
2: There, there is at at time of recording, there is a very loud conversation going on in gaming circles. Mm-hmm. which is actually centered around Sekiro, which I would love to play that game and have a discussion on this podcast about that game in the future. Yeah, And good. the conversation is uh, very similar to what we're describing here, um, where uh, players of Sekiro are finding that game too hard, or um, at least the conversation has started, when players are finding the game too hard and there's mods you can install for Sekiro to make the game easier. Mm. And the conversation is... From one side, you have people saying, hey, I could not beat this game if I didn't install this mod. So I never would have played it and I never would have beat it without this mod. And the other side is saying, well, you're not really playing the game as it is intended to be played. Like you're cheating yourself out of the experience. You're not really beating Sekiro. You're not getting the full experience. I'm not on that boat. There's right. And um, there's kind of a third ancillary conversation that is sort of intersected with both of those conversations that is about adding more um, like options to games, like more difficulty options or more accessibility options. Anyway, that's, that's, that's the very loud conversation that's going on in okay. whatever gaming academia or whatever the <laughs> hell. Um, but I'm glad we can kind of um, uh, uh, borrow that conversation and bring it into here. Do Now, you said that you didn't find the actual, like, action of the game to be fun. And I, I really did in this game. Do you think you cheated yourself out of the fun of Resident Evil 2? Uh,
0: no, because I, I think it just depends on the game. Like, if I was playing Sekiro, I probably would keep the setting and get a lot of the entertainment out of, like, beating a difficult game like a game that's inherently difficult for me is fun to challenge myself and to just do it over and over like mm-hmm. that i enjoy that i do mm-hmm. not play this game for that mostly because of the fact that i don't i can't play through the game because of its horror aspects so okay. like yeah you know i'm saying like i give up maybe yes maybe i purposely give up some excitement in the action just to be able to get through the game because otherwise mm-hmm the aesthetics, the lighting and right. the sounds and everything would not let me play the game through. So, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe there is more to be had if I didn't have it in assisted mode, but I think that's just uh, a sacrifice I'm willingly made.
2: How did you handle, okay, here, here, let me clarify what I think um, this game does really well. I mean, cause there's, you can pop in most <laughs> AAA video games today uh, and they're about shooting, right? They're about lining your cursor up with another person's head and pressing the button, so you pull the trigger and blow their head off, right? That is sure. a lot, a lot of AAA games are that, uh, and I think Resident Evil Two does that, you know, does that fine. Um, but the thing that this game does really well is, first of all, level design. Holy uh, naughty zone! Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> the level design in this game is awesome um yeah but um the, the, the reason the action in this game works so well um is it's it's blending the over-the-shoulder shooting mechanics that have gotten refined in the resident evil series over the years and refined in like shooters in generals over the year over the years but it's blending that with the traditional um, survival horror aspects of the original resident evil which are like Health management, ammo management, inventory management. How did you fare with, like, item management in this game? Did you just have, like, tons of ammo always? Did you have tons of health potions always?
0: Uh, Towards the end of the game, I felt more of the struggle there than I did in the beginning. I'm not sure Mm. if assisted mode affected, uh, like, the actual drops of ammo, but I needed less ammo I think I wasted less ammo in combat, right? So, so it was good for most of the game, but then like towards the end, you definitely felt like I don't know. Maybe I think there just ended up being more enemies, maybe tougher enemies. Okay. Um, actually, I'm, I'm curious to know what John thinks there because he's kind of a resident FPS expert. Damn. And I don't know if <laughs> if the regular mode. I'm sure you played, John. Um, does everything James ring true for you? Says ring true for you in terms of this game being like implementing some of that good shooter mechanics because it didn't for me really
1: really well first off the way i played through this game was definitely on the regular mode and uh like you leo i'm new to like like, a man sorry man (laughs) whatever (laughs) it's true and so uh I, i had a combination of what you did where um like i had stuff playing in the background and i felt too scared essentially and there was a couple of things that i had to look up but not not too many of that you know, like, uh, can you floors, elaborate? What did you look up? Getting to the third floor of the police station, I had no idea how to do that. Like, okay, we ran a jack in the library. Yep. I had to look up how to do that. Gotcha. And then after that, I had to look up the clock tower puzzle, and um, also the chess pieces for the sewer puzzle.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. as well. Okay, yeah, those are some, the chess pieces were, I'm sure, were pretty tough without a walkthrough.
1: Yeah. So, other than that, I actually played through the whole game on regular mode, and I thought while maybe, like, the gunplay isn't, like, the best of the best, I thought that, you know, the action sequences were pretty good, and um, I don't know if you missed some of this in assisted mode, but there was definitely a couple of moments where I had nothing. I had yeah. health potions. Yeah. I had, I literally had three bullets in my gun and yeah. nothing in my inventory or in my stash, and I still had to do whatever the game was telling me to do. Exactly. And, that was
2: like... and those moments are super tense because, like, your only options are, like, well, I guess I just have to dodge every zombie now.
0: Um, Aha! So yeah. that's where I was getting to. Okay. Because uh, I definitely had maybe one or two of those moments. So so I had less than you guys, it sounds like.
2: Okay, okay. But
0: I found myself dodging zombies just all the time.
2: Okay, So yeah. okay.
0: So So I kind of... I mean, I get what you're trying to say in terms of them kind of blending things, but I felt like the action and stuff for the regular zombies in this game was, kind of, for me, I don't know if it's just assisted mode, but it was almost non-existent. Like I just ran past zombies. I didn't want anything to do with zombies. Windows. I just ran past them. If they if they broke through, I just ran past them. They were like in a room that could be like four zombies, and I'll just zigzag between all of them. <laughs> uh,
2: so that's what about
1: those liquors?
0: no yeah once i mean if a liquor showed up or the Uh swamp dudes those you know i had to waste my ammo and that's why i think later on in the game i had a lot less ammo when like the tougher creatures came out the dogs the big dudes the lickers yeah
2: so uh, uh, do the zombies still like lunge do they yeah um okay okay so like you still had to like sort of because you can kind of bait the zombies into like lunging at you and then like step back and run around them yeah, um, I
0: feel like I feel like that was like most of the game. Though, like, mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah. I, I think the game definitely encourages that. I, just having mechanics where your ammo is limited sort of encourages not using yeah. ammo. But I think also the important thing this game teaches you early on is you don't have to kill the zombies. Right. Um, um, a lot of what you can do um, is just like shoot them in the leg, and they go through this extended stun animation. And while they're in that animation, you can just, like, run around them. And, like, you don't even have to worry about baiting out the dodge or whatever. You can, uh, or baiting out the lunge animation. You can just kind of yeah. run around them while they're stunned. And I think that's kind of what the game intends you to do for the most part. Like, the only time I was really um killing zombies was, like, okay, these are zombies in... And it's the same time, it's the same reason that you're killing zombies in the original Resident Evil. It's because, like, okay, this is a main corridor, and I'm going to be going in and out of this corridor a lot, and I don't want to have to screw around with zombies every time I come in and out of here. So right. I'm just going to clean this out now so I don't have to worry about it in the future, which I really enjoyed making those strategic decisions.
0: Yeah, um, or I just killed zombies because they scared me too much sometimes. And... <laughs> or that, or that. But, you know, that was annoying, too, because when do zombies die in this game like i mean
2: <laughs> yeah they can they can really soak up a lot of bullets a lot of bullets in this game before they yeah. actually die die um, so annoying uh, and i think and i wonder how assisted mode affects this and i think they're there's they're doing a little bit of fudgery with uh zombie health and um well, I know, it I'm pretty sure, at least with the zombie health, they're doing some fudgery. So if you have a lot of health items and a lot of ammo in your inventory, and you're at max health and you're doing really well, zombies take more hits to kill than if you have few bullets and no health items and one more hit and you're dead and all that stuff. Uh, okay. Zombies become, I think, zombies take less hits to kill.
0: I, w- I would agree with you and I, I definitely felt that happening and it bothered the crap out of me because I just never knew when a zombie was actually dead or not. Mm-hmm. I found myself knocking down zombies to the point where they look like they died and yeah. I would walk up and like straight up gangster, dub- like double tap them in the head a couple times while they're <laughs> on the ground yeah, just to make sure like, pop, pop, you better stay down, foo. And then like, you know, and somehow sometimes it would still get up. It, it made I- no sense to me.
2: I kind of like that, though, because, like, we're talking about zombies as a game mechanic, right? And if if we're taking zombies more from, if we're looking at zombies more from a thematic aspect than a mechanical aspect, like, you shouldn't be able to tell whether or not the zombie's dead. It's a zombie. It should be able to get back up, you know? like I, well, I disagree thematically, though. What, what,
0: yeah, wait, wait, thematically, what, what, you shoot them in the head and they die. That's the theme.
2: Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I'm with you, John.
0: Uh, Sure. Well, uh, I don't
2: know. I I, I liked. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I like the fudgery that they were doing there.
0: Okay. Can I? Can I? Here's a happy medium.
2: Yeah. If
0: I shoot the zombie with the Matilda, which why the hell does he have a gun called the Matilda? That's a anyway. Resident
2: Evil thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh,
0: if I shoot a zombie with the Matilda, maybe don't yeah. tell me whether or not it's dead. If I shoot him with a shotgun, always blow his head off. <laughs> just yeah, every that, time
2: i i had that happen most of the time if you shoot a zombie with a shotgun point blank uh most of the time they were dead i, I think i had like one zombie get back up i was like what the? come on
0: yeah that's Isn't where i that felt why... cheating yeah
2: and in, in later games they added an
1: animation so like when you the zombies on the floor you you would do like a little killing animation and that was definitely means instead after that right
0: right i mean that that's just me maybe i definitely get what you're saying though james I, I think that if it wasn't scary zombies, I probably would agree that thematically it makes sense that we don't know they're down. But like, I just wanted to know that dude is uh, no, not going to spe- pop up and scare the crap specifically,
2: specifically because they're scary zombies. It is it is more uh, effective to not know if they're dead. That makes it more tense, scary. right? Scary, exactly. That's what this game is trying to do. It's trying to build that atmosphere. When you're walking through this hallway and you see all these it does zombie corpses. Well. If, yeah, if you see the zombie corpses on the floor, there should be just that little inkling of doubt in the back of your mind. Like, ah, uh, is that, did that just move? Did that just move? Oh God, it's still alive. Like that that should be happening. Like you shouldn't um, ever feel, I don't know, 100% safe, which segues into my next uh, talking point. And I think it's a lot of what, uh, I don't know, gaming academia, uh, to use that term again, <laughs> okay. is, is is talking about when they talk about Resident Evil 2, they talk about Mr. X. <laughs> what, what did you guys think of Mr. X? I could see why everyone loves Mr. X. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll start with that. Okay. <laughs> do, do you want me to start with why why Mr. X is, is fantastic?
0: Do you think Mr. X is fantastic?
2: I do. I think All he's right. the best part of the game. Um because um similar to the last thing we just talked about, mm. where you there should always be that little inkling of doubt in the back of your mind. You should never feel like you're 100% safe. You're in a horror game, right? You're surrounded by all these zombies. Um, Mr. X, for those who have not played Resident Evil 2, or Resident Evil 2, the 2019 remake, because that's what we're talking about, um, In specifically in the remake, um, about, I don't know, a fourth of the way into the game, there is this... Um, Whatever unkillable super mutant uh, who in the game is only ever referred to as the T-0-0 um, but fans uh, fans call him Mr. X uh, I think John and I looked this up just because we were curious and I think it's because of merchandising I think at one point there was an action figure and they called the T-0-0 Mr. X so then all the fans just called him Mr. X anyway, little mm. Mr. X huh. history lesson there I never uh, knew that yeah so at, 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 at about 25% of the way through the game, um, you start getting stalked by Mr. X. Um, the way Mr. X works is he just slowly approaches you. And if he's in front of you, he'll start um, throwing punches or whatever. Uh, now, once you run away from him, here's what makes Mr. X so scary is he follows you and he never stops following you. Um, basically for the rest of the game he just stalks you constantly um and you there's basically three states after that you're either right in front of Mr. X um you're either like in a room and you're relatively safe or more commonly you're in a room and you can hear his footsteps outside the hallway shuffling around while he's like searching the rooms nearby looking for you very creepy it's a very creepy and, sound oh that's oh my god the sound design <laughs> in this game is so good i know and and after mr x is introduced you um i i think there are some rooms uh where his ai subroutine like won't come in and look for you but most rooms he will come in like you're basically never safe to just sit around in the room and like investigate to your heart's content right there's always this timer definitely feel that way too yeah there's always this timer running in the back of your head you're like i gotta get in i gotta look through all this stuff i gotta gather all my items gotta solve these puzzles fast gotta get out of here before mr x comes and then uh like it's it's, very creepy it it really adds this layer of anxiety inducing oh my god it really adds this layer of urgency on top of the game which uh um which is why I think he is the best mechanic of Resident Evil 2.
0: Here's my problem with Mr. X. And yeah. It's the same problem I have with every character in this goddamn game. Sorry. <laughs>
2: uh-huh, yeah. Oh, uh, Naughty Zone.
0: Naughty Zone. I'm going to throw out a couple of G-Dams here.
2: Yeah, G-Dams? What? <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> every goddamn character in this goddamn <laughs> stupid fucking game <laughs> makes no Damn sense.
2: Okay, Can
0: why allow- uh-huh. on God's green earth mm-hmm. are these characters showing up across the map for a cutscene when you just saw them in another room? Mm-hmm. They like have teleport ability, and if if Mister X's mission is to destroy, like to follow you for the rest of the game, yeah, the very first time he shows up, he's like five feet from you, yeah. So why why doesn't he then just bust through that wall? and attack you and then how come like a minute later i'm on i'm by the clock tower and he shows up there like it, it, if he's moving that slow the whole time i sh- there's no way i'm going to see this guy you know what i'm saying like there's specific cutscenes or something where the guy just where he just shows up okay. like halloween okay. style
2: <laughs> wait wait a minute wait a minute what what are you talking about first of all with the characters teleporting can you what what specifically are you uh, another talking another character
0: there? that did it too was uh, again i ran through the leon uh, yep. Run through, so I'm not yep, sure it yep. compares to Claire's, yep. but uh, Ada, yeah, uh, Ada is just like fucking everywhere. Like, what do you mean? She, you, you, you see her? Okay, okay. So like, she's in the meet...
2: parking garage, and then the next time she appears is in the jail, which is like right next to the parking garage. Like, yeah, the... yeah, yeah.
0: But you're there, like, yeah, like she's not. She wasn't in the game world, but then uh-huh. suddenly. Bec- like five seconds after you, she's there in the jail with you, uh-huh. and it's like, how did you get here? There's no way. I was just <laughs> walking through there. Uh-huh. I I don't know. It just, and then like she appears, you know, just really conveniently in other spots, um, and the same goes for every character. They, they just mm-hmm. kind of um, the the scientist lady that you're chasing as Ada okay. just disappears. Okay. It's unrealistic, and then suddenly reappears just in I time guess. to trap you. It's just, it was super annoying and cliche. but Yeah. So that was my problem with Mr. X. I feel like Mr. X in real life would not be a threat because he was so freaking slow. There's just no way. Yeah, no he's way he's
2: always following you. What
0: I know, but it wasn't realistic it, how soon he would show up. They definitely just at some point, if you get far enough away, he just kind of teleports into like a room, like three rooms down.
2: I actually looked up, I looked up how the AI works and he does do that when you load a new, there's certain, um, uh, the police station at least is divided up into separate, like load zones for right. You, you like, uh, mechanical reasons. Right. Because you don't want to load sure. the entire police station into memory. So when you go into like a new loading zone, he gets, he gets one closer, chain. right? He gets, when you go into a new load zone, he gets one teleport, uh, which is pseudo random, uh-huh. which is pseudo random oh. where, where he teleports. But after that, he actually won't teleport until you hit another load zone.
0: Well, that's fine. But it's very obvious to me when he's teleported. Yeah. Because you got to understand, I am a <laughs> hyper aware of these creep-ass <laughs> characters yeah. and where they are and where I left them. Yeah. and i am i am definitely aware of the fact that you should not have gotten the, that close that quick. yeah
2: the the goofy thing is if you're like on the east wing of the police station and you cross through the main lobby to go on the west wing of the police station and he's already there and you're like wait a minute yeah. there's, ah, there's that's only, what i'm talking about there's only one way to go from the like east wing to the west wing that's through the lobby i was just there and you weren't
0: I'm like right that's my point yeah. that's exactly my point
2: now mr x definitely like confirmed teleports um i never i mean i for story reasons i get that they don't want the npcs in the world map with you so you don't whatever shoot them or whatever i don't know i, I get why um uh, ada and whatever that scientist lady I, I can't recall her name right now uh,
0: uh birkin or whatever
2: uh, uh, something like that uh aren't in ben, the game world I, I never got the sense that they were like teleporting but like uh, I, I, I i also never like expected to turn the corner and see them there either you know yeah uh,
1: what funny. were you gonna
2: say john uh, i cut you off
1: oh no i was just gonna play uh like developer advocate for the, the game designers and say like the whole point of this guy is it doesn't matter how slow he is it's just an unstoppable tank that's coming to get you yeah and if yeah you outrun it mm-hmm then you lose that sense of urgency and yeah. that's like the way you defeat that yeah. game mechanic or
2: whatever. Yep.
0: yep. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think as a game mechanic, it, it definitely did a good job of adding that sense of urgency. It just mm-hmm. peeved me because I was extra sensitive about it. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the most effective part of Mr. X is not when you're in front of him and like, not really when you can't sense him at all, when there's no sound effects or the most effective part of Mister X is like when you're in a room searching and you start hearing his like stomping footsteps, like Ugh, seemingly yes. in the because that is most Ugh. of the time. Most of Give the time, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, that's the state you're in where he's just stomping around. And yeah, um. Also, like I found the uh, and you guys can disagree with me if you want the idea of Mister X is so much worse than the reality of Mr. X, right? Because, like, the idea that this unkillable thing is always stalking you and is coming to get you, that idea is terrifying. When he shows up, he moves so slow, and even if he gets you, like, he'll knock you down and do some damage, but you can get up and run away. Even if he kills you, like, this game is really good about checkpointing. So, like, you only lose a couple minutes, usually, at most. So, like, yeah. the idea of him is so much worse than the reality of him. And that's, yeah, like, plus another... Yeah. That's another reason why he's just so terrifying. Like, I, I, I don't know.
0: No, I agree. And and plus, if when he does get in the room, you just shoot him in the head a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then he goes he just in like, that kneels st- down.
2: Stun animation, yeah. you can run
1: around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, like, forever. Yeah, I
1: gotta say, over time, in my playthrough, like, the reality of him him being in the room with you actually got so old because they're like oh god
2: mr x is here I yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just an annoyance or right? shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he what's cool is like he he he's not like once you realize that the idea of him is the worst part of him and the reality is not that bad like he uh, the the idea of him ceases to become like scary like frightening um which like any Anything in this game, like, once, once you internalize how the systems work, like, those things don't become scary or frightening anymore. But, um, like, he as a system still works because, like, you still have to consider, um, like, his presence, like, in any room. Like, oh, God, he's right outside, so if I walk out here, I'm probably going to encounter him, so... I need to have some ammo so I can put him in that stun animation or I need to run down this way or, you know, I need to have a health item in case he hits me. Like he he is still systematically effective, even if the idea of him is not scary. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, well done. Uh, Was it Capcom?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Jesus. Um, Yeah. Uh, Do we want to talk about how I think this is like one of the best level designs maybe outside of Dark Souls I don't like the level design of mm-hmm. the police station that was very good oh my god it's so good and you know what else it you know amazing.
0: what's great about it James mm-hmm. is yeah. the map tells you what you're missing
2: what do you mean and, oh yeah, and where yeah, you've yeah, yeah, been. that's yeah. tags all over man. I like that I like <laughs> that 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 the room is highlighted red if you're still missing yeah. something in it really know what like I that. don't
0: I don't mind backtracking in games that tell me that I should backtrack yeah. Or where, or why, mm-hmm. or a little exclamation point tells me, "Hey, don't forget, you gotta come back here once you yeah. get that thing."
2: I, I did like that. I did like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so I've talked about all the things I really, really love about this game, and I really do love this game a lot. Uh, one thing um, I'm not so hot on. Uh, what do you guys think of the boss fights in this game?
0: Um, they were pretty easy. I actually for quite me. like them.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me about what you like, John.
1: Uh, well, I think the one I dislike the most, uh, I'll start with that, is the very first boss fight, because it's going back to that mechanic that you were talking about of, hey, we know how much ammo you have, and we want you to blow it all in this first fight. Yeah. And it was very clear that, that game, the game was doing that to you. But then I think uh, some of the other fights, like, uh, um, particularly the, uh, I want to say the crane fight, but the crane fight has its own problems.
2: Um, but, uh, can I go to the naughty zone real quick? Can I go to the naughty zone? That fight can fuck right off. That I <laughs> hated that. That that was the thing that like I was because like with uh, now that we do this podcast, sometimes I just take notes while I'm playing games of like yeah, stuff I want to talk. About. Uh, yeah. That was the first note I made about like uh, this boss fight can go fuck itself. Which because,
0: which fight is it? Where the crane fight? Which one is that?
2: Where you have to ram the? That was the one where the crate. Yeah, you have to ram the crate into the guy.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, yeah. Um,
1: because- but the thing I like about that fight is once you figure it out, it's actually quite satisfying to ram this giant monster
2: with a huge mother huge curry, mother crate. Yeah. Just destroy the good dude. Maybe? Okay, I have two problems with that. First of all, I get that it's like a puzzle fight because you're up against this unkillable thing, and you're like, okay, like, how do I kill it? Oh, there's this thing over here, and I got to get the crate and then the crate will come and then oh okay i see I, I gotta like stun him and keep him in one spot like that was my yeah. thought process the actual ex- execution of that was so fucking annoying because i couldn't get the stupid like i threw a stun grenade and he'd be in a stun animation and i'd be like "Ha ha, got you now and then i'd start the crane thing and it would take like fucking like 10 <laughs> 10 so seconds it takes so long to get over <laughs> to like where it hits him so he would get yeah. like out of the stun animation and then come over and kill me before the crane thing got to him. Like every time like I, I I couldn't figure you had to be like standing next to the crane, shooting at him across the platform, get him in the stun animation, and then immediately press the crane, or like press it preemptively and then put him in the stun animation. I don't know. It was just like really fiddly, and then I finally got it and I was like, yeah, you dumb fucking boss. Like I don't have to do this shit again. And it climbs back up, and you have to do it a second time. Fuck off. I don't want to. <laughs> like, that. Fuck, God. I hated that. I, that boss yeah. fight pissed me off. And the punishment, because that, like, um, I didn't have any defensive items. So the punishment for fucking up, he can just, like, grab you and kill you instantly. So I had to, like, redo. Yeah. Oh, God. I had to redo that boss fight, like, 10 times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck
1: off. That- I think the one thing they could have done to make that boss fight extremely
2: better is increase the play area of that creep. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. very small. It's like three cranes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like, make it make it easy for me to like lure him into the danger zone, and yeah. or and or make the the crane more responsive. Right. <laughs> like, I yeah. I don't need to make wait it like a second. wind
0: up, a wind up and then release, you know, sure, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first switch winds it up and the second switch, like almost immediately it comes swinging through. You know? Sure.
2: Yeah. Because like in, in, I don't know, 30 to 60 seconds, I had solved the puzzle of what the game wanted me to do. And the execution yeah. of that was so tedious. Like, yeah, Oh my it's God, was very clumsy. It just really pissed me off, which, uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you're right. It just felt clumsy. Like all, all of it felt super clumsy and like, um, and he has these long, like, swiping attacks, and there's, like, yeah. no room on the thing to dodge it, so, like, you just end up eating shit so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that boss fight. Oof.
0: Yeah, um, that was pretty bad. what
2: you, What you guys think of the last boss fight? Uh, what you talking about the very last boss fight?
0: On the elevator? Very
2: last boss fight. The very last boss no, fight in okay. the elevator? I don't know. That probably yeah. went on for too long. Um, like, he, he, uh, Uh, Okay, so to give context, the very last boss fight you're fighting, Mister X, and he's and it's kind of the same thing. Oh, yes, it is. You're (laughs) he grows the same arm, right? Mister X, what's that? Yes, it is. Yeah, Yeah, it's Mister X. Yeah, the the Uh -uh. very last boss fight is 100%. Mister X, what are you talking
0: about? Yes,
2: yeah, not on Claire's playthrough. Oh, Oh.
1: okay.
0: Ah, who was it on your playthrough?
2: It was the guy with the, the one that you beat up with the crate. It was him again. Okay. Well, we okay. fought That's him a, again before yeah. Yeah, we yeah, fought yeah, Mr. Yeah. X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to fight him. And then after that, you also have to fight Mr. X. Yeah. Yeah. What Was Mr. X mutated to look like him?
0: No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of.
2: Oh, well, you're right. You're right. He does mutate a little bit. He like rips yeah. his shirt off and grows His big, arm but...
0: grows into like a similar arm as the other dude.
2: Yeah, but you, you, you maybe, have... maybe I misinterpret that then. Maybe yeah, I think I you did. Mr. X. You did you have to fight him on an elevator?
1: Yeah, but the elevator had like a, like Platform? a, like a, like a podium in it where the, where my alternative character was, Sherry. She uh, was inside it, that
2: sounds pretty different because we didn't have an alternative. The train cart. It was a
1: train cart. Yeah. That attaches to the yeah. train that leaves. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, because Claire and the girl are on yeah. the train when you get there with Leon. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, But
2: I mean, I mean, mechanically, like Leon doesn't have an alternative character in that part. Well, yeah, it's kind of the same thing in that you're on a really confined space and you just kind of have to like kite the boss around for a while and watch him soak up bullets uh, until mm. uh, a a quick time event is triggered where in Leo and my playthrough, um, Ada throws you like a rocket launcher and you blow Mr. X's face off (laughs) Wait, yeah, I didn't get that either. How is
0: Ada there? I it makes know. no <laughs> sense.
2: <laughs> yeah, how is Ada there? Because, uh, wh- whatever. Um, spoilers, <laughs> I, spoilers for the ending of Resident Evil 2 2019. Um I don't I don't know is is do, does anyone care about the story in, in, in this game like I mean it, the story is fine but like the story is not the reason to play this game like the reason to play it, this it game just
0: is- like play playing through cliche tropes is very yeah,
2: yeah, bad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's you I know? mean yeah it's it's you're right it's very, very good uh, no <laughs> it's just like super cliche action thing and anyway yeah, yeah uh, uh going back to super cliche action thing cl- uh, um uh, uh Ada is like hanging from the edge of like a cliff over this impossibly long fall, and of course yeah. Leon Leon grabs her with one hand, and it's like, oh, I can't hold on. You know that scene that you've seen in a million action movies. And anyway, yeah, yeah Leon lets her go, and she falls a million gajillion miles into nothing. But and then, then slides hold- you a
0: rocket launcher.
2: <laughs> but that shows up at the end of the game to give you a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no sense yeah amazing <laughs> amazing yeah i i i i think when she showed up to give me the rock electric, i let out I, like out loud i was just like what the hell
0: <laughs> yeah that's exactly exactly what i said <laughs> oh man
2: yeah yeah it was so um, yeah um uh, yeah i don't know D- is there anything else to say about the story other than it's kind of tropey and silly I actually um, thought Claire's playthrough was pretty good,
1: and I thought Claire was like such a strong character in the series. Okay. Like, oh. you know, like at the end, my thoughts were like she's such a badass. Like nice. she survived this whole thing. Yeah. See, the, um,
0: the, the thing that Leon.
1: was <laughs> Yeah,
2: the thing that was jarring <laughs> to me is um because like I've I've played so much Resident Evil 4, like I've played that game a gajillion times, and like Leon in that game is like super sarcastic quippy like always has a comeback like just like in the opening part of resident evil 4 um he's getting attacked by like a million zombies and then like they all leave simultaneously and he's like where's everybody going bingo like (laughs) just like like, this version of leon in resident evil 2 is like super i don't know like baby-faced and like sees, like, a zombie and goes, like, oh, my God, oh, God, like, oh, like, I, I don't know what to do, like, that
0: sort of thing. Um, yeah. Rookie, he's playing a rookie now. I he's mean, I, yeah, he is. This. New
2: call. He is, but he's, like, I don't know, character-wise, very different from the Leon in Resident Evil 4, so, like, when you say that, like, Claire is, like, this awesome badass, I'm, like, yeah, I mean... Leon was all right.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Leon to me felt like he was trying to figure out how to be human, like Dexter right. from yeah. the, the Serial Killer series. Right. Because, like, every time he interacted with any other human, he was just like, he kind of reminded me of Ryo Hazuki from Shenmue. He was just kinda like, huh. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're dying now? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <that> sucks. <laughs> this is like lacking personality. he's like trying to figure it out.
2: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to play the Claire playthrough, I guess, to see if yeah. the story really is yeah. that much better. Now I got to play the Leon playthrough. <laughs> and now I want to play just, the Claire just, playthrough to know. see if uh, you actually fight Mr. X at the end.
0: I don't want to play this game ever again. I already deleted it. I'm, what? I'm done.
2: What? 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 It's a good okay. game. Yeah, holy cow! Capcom yeah, all- was very impressive. Uh, with I, I didn't know that they could make a game this good. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I was, I was
2: legitimately shocked at how good, how amazing this game was. Uh, very, very good. That's that. That's my impression of Resident Evil Two. Amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, I give it two thumbs up.
2: Okay, and John.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of the best games I've played. Okay,
2: awesome. We all love Resident Evil 2. Um, Let's get right into our tie-in, because we we spent a lot of time talking about Resident Evil 2. Our tie-in today is our top five reboots and remakes, uh, because, you know, Resident Evil 2 is a remake of uh, the original Resident Evil 2, uh, so we're talking about our favorite reboots and remakes. Um, John, why don't you kick us off?
1: Sure. Uh, so for my number five, it's it's technically a reboot, but it's one of the older ones uh, on on my list, and it's Prince of Persia for okay I PlayStation Two. Yeah, The Sands of Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: great game. Yeah. Sands, I love of, Sands time. of Time. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's. I don't know if it really is true to the original game, considering like the original game is extremely old, and it was just a platformer, mm-hmm. and this game was very combat heavy and had a really cool rewind mechanic in it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought it was very stylish and flashy for a game of the PS2 era. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, that time
2: great. rewind mechanic was amazing, revolutionary. Yeah, it was super yeah, cool. Definitely. Um, I guess I'll go. Um, my number five. Uh so uh, when we talked about our games of the year in 2017, uh, we all five gave our our or 2017 2018. We all five gave our our favorite games of 2018 and we really snubbed this game which we probably shouldn't have and i felt really bad if i was going to snub this game again it's definitely one of the best reboots uh, god of war 2018
0: um oh yeah, yeah um,
2: which uh the reason i didn't really talk about it on our best games of the year in 2018 is because i hadn't played it um i at time of recording i still haven't really played it but i've played through like the intro where you're like hunting the deer with um, the boy atreus or whatever um I, it seems really good a lot of people say it's really good i don't so know you it's... didn't even
0: play you didn't get to that first boss
2: <laughs> uh no i just went through the deer hunting scene that's it well oh, uh, and dude, and that, that like boss I,
0: fight is so good
2: at, at the beginning yeah oh okay um yeah i don't know it seems really good so uh just by its reputation and the fact that i enjoyed the introductory scene and also the fact that I feel guilty about snubbing this game last year. I'm going to put God of War 2018 as my number 5 reboot. Uh
0: my number 5 goes to a game that is yet to be released, but I know it's going to be good. I've seen the light. It is Final Fantasy 7 remake.
2: <laughs> oh man. I will bet you dollars to- uh, any amount of dollars that that remake is not gonna be good i am still super excited for that remake i'm very interested in that remake it's not gonna be good there's no way there's no I'm, way yeah i'm very doubtful. there's no yeah. way
0: i'm glass half full man i'm i'm being positive i think it's gonna happen and it's gonna be great
2: there is no way that's gonna live up to its legacy not a chance all right, so yeah, my number four on my list is uh,
1: a game called Strider, and oh, nice. uh, yeah, this game was remade like uh, five, six years ago now, mm-hmm. and not too many people have played it, I guessed, because uh, I picked it up like on a humble in a humble bundle uh-huh. like a year or two later, and uh, it's actually really, really good. Um, it's surprisingly good and like really fun, and it's probably considered like a Metroidvania type game because there's. Uh, the level design is built in such a way that you're revisiting certain areas once you get new abilities. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it the graphics are amazing. The character design's pretty cool. And the boss fights were a lot of fun. So it's a pretty good game.
2: Nice. Uh, I, I don't know anything about Strider except for I know Ziku from Street Fighter V is supposed to be based on Strider. Uh, that's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> My number four uh, best remake is uh, The Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition. Um, so this came out a few years ago. The thing that makes this remake so cool... Um, so Monkey Island um, is a um, like classic um, LucasArts point-and-click adventure game um, from, like, I don't know, early Windows and DOS era. Uh, and the thing that made this remake so cool is because... They went back and the game is basically exactly one for one, except with, you know, um, much higher resolution backgrounds and models. And they now have um, voice acting because, you know, voice acting didn't come to Monkey Island until I think like the third game. And, you know, they have fully orchestrated music as opposed to MIDI and whatever. So it's exactly what you would expect from that sort of thing. From that perspective, like being a remake, just, you know, all of the higher fidelity Assets, artwork, music, whatever. The super cool thing you can do in um, Monkey Island Remastered is there is a button where you can hot swap at any time in the game between the classic and the remaster. So oh. basically, basically, they like somehow have they either have both games running at once or, at the same time, like, yeah. or they have like one underlying foundation for the game logic and then they swap out assets whenever you press the button it's super cool and it happens instantly so if you ever want to compare the artwork or if you ever want to like hey what did the music in here sound like 20 years ago or like huh. uh or let me see what the voice acting sounds like for this line or whatever you can hot swap it anytime. um super cool really cool super cool way to remake a game uh yes yeah, secret of monkey island special edition
0: that Makes me want to play it nice,
2: yeah. It's it's a, a fantastic remake,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I, I played a little bit of it because I knew you, you were you digged it a lot, and so I tried mm-hmm. it. Yep, um, number four for me is uh, the Crash Bandicoot uh, remakes reboots. Oh, Insane either. Trilogy, yeah. The ones for like that for PS4 and stuff, yeah. Insane Trilogy, yeah. yeah. Insane Trilogy, um, that's just a kind of a casual game for me that actually. My wife, who is not a gamer, uh-huh. loves her some Crash Bandicoot. Nice. So, um, you know, that's something she grew up playing on, like, the PlayStation. And um, it was just nice getting it on a, you know, newer console, more accessible. Um, and, uh, you know, high def uh, resolutions and stuff. And um, it's pretty much still exactly the same games, which is good. I mean, they didn't change the formula too much. and uh, But you get also you get so much for just, like, the one purchase, too, so. Mm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. um, three games, real solid, solid uh, reboot there.
1: Yeah, number three on my list is XCOM. Um, nice, uh, it's a oh. game that okay. we I think we've all played. Uh, you talk about, X-Com enemy, about XCOM enemy unknown. XCOM enemy unknown came yeah. out twenty eleven or around that time. Um, but yeah, I think what's really sad about this game is um, I remember seeing a YouTube video of the lead game director uh going to a GameStop and trying to convince people to buy his buy the game not telling them that he's the lead game designer on it and everyone's like no what is this game and uh i think that's the attitude i had at first until i watched some gameplay videos of it and now like it's one of those games that has changed the industry and i think it's completely like it's extremely popular now too obviously and uh yeah it's it's uh it's hard to describe it's basically this turn-paste um, uh, character RPG game, and uh, there's this concept of permadeath that not too many other games have, and uh, yeah, the, it makes you live with your decisions and play very strategically.
2: My number three uh, best reboot, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat 2011, uh, maybe more uh, more well known to fans as Mortal Kombat Nine. Uh, but after uh midway who uh, traditionally published the mortal Kombat games uh went out of business uh they whatever um a new studio nether studios was formed by ed boone who's one of the uh, co-creators of mortal Kombat. they bought up the uh ip they bought up the rights to make mortal Kombat, and put out a uh fantastic fighting game that went back to the game's roots right because uh previous mortal Kombat games um <laughs> didn't look great they went into this like 3d phase uh, and the character models just i don't know it it's fine it but <laughs> mortal Kombat 9 like you play that game and you're like oh yeah this is mortal Kombat. it's you know classic 2d fighting games with you know they brought back all of the ridiculous fatalities and brutalities and all that stuff it's just like classic Mortal Kombat. They and Pure, they made
0: unadulterated a, fun.
2: Yeah, they just went back to what made the game great, went back to the game's roots, made a classic fighting game, um, mm-hmm. and at time of recording, Mortal Kombat 11 comes out in about a week and a half, and I am super jazzed for that game. Uh, keep, oh, yeah. keep an eye out, because I'm pretty sure that is our next episode, Mortal Kombat 11.
0: Sweet. Um, what are we on, number three? Yeah, uh, number three uh, yeah. for moi. I'm not sure if this technically um, counts as a remake or re- I, the, technically is a reboot. It is uh, Shemy one. No, it's, it's one and two is basically a... And it's a reboot of the series. I mean, you're rebooting it. People didn't know about
2: talking it about the re-release. Well, I, was, I guess it's of the remastering. M- right?
0: It's more of a re-release. Yeah. Eh! I, I mean. <laughs> Basically, oh, wow. I just want—I just want to talk about Shenmue. Okay, there, that's <laughs> yeah, There you go, <laughs> Shenmue One and Two. You guys should really play it. Um, it is now available on PS4. It's been rebooted onto the new generation of consoles. Um, it's good. <laughs> I mean, Check it's it basically out. just right. the
2: original game, though, right? Like, yeah. It's, Right. I mean,
0: well, I mean, no, there's maybe there's some HD textures or something. <laughs>
1: okay. I heard they did some work to it to
2: yeah. modernize the look. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You get, it's, You get... It's a re-ma- It's a
1: remastering.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a remaster boot.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Allowable. Yes. <laughs>
0: Mainly, just go play Shemi One and Two now yeah. before right. Three comes out. Yeah. Sh-
2: When's Three coming out? Uh, uh, end August. of the year, right? Oh, that's sooner than In I August.
0: thought. The, the official release date was August yeah. the last time I checked.
2: <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll yeah, see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll
1: <laughs> see. <laughs> All right, so uh, number two for my list. Uh, it's Doom 2016. Uh, nice. Really good game. We've, we've talked about it before, so I'm not going to get too much into it, but um, it basically, for me, it uh, just brought back some good memories of the original game and uh gave me some satisfaction like blowing up
2: demons and stuff. So great game. Uh my number two is Doom twenty sixteen.
0: Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs>
2: yeah, we got a two way. Um yeah, no, I mean kinda like it's the same sort of thing that Mortal Kombat did, right? Um uh, just went back to like let's look at the original games what do the original games do well how do we uh, um ad- 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 adapt that gameplay to like a modern engine uh which like it's so amazing how shooter mechanics have evolved over time because like the feeling of playing doom 2016 or even the original doom um is nothing like playing a modern shooter um <laughs> First of all, it's that sense of speed, yeah, it's that sense of you move so fast in those games, and your ability, yeah. your ability to like because, like, most modern games, bullets are like hit scan, they just hit you instantly, right? There's almost no time between you pulling the trigger to a bullet hitting the enemy. Where, like, in Doom, is like projectiles, just a lot of them are like these orbs that you know just float across the arena, and you can actually like weave in and out and like actually dodge you know the projectiles in doom and that combined yeah. with like the fast movement and the melee abilities in do like it the feeling of that is so different from playing a lot of modern shooters and i think they really recaptured what made original doom so good like they recaptured the feeling did, of playing that game
1: did you see the new
2: trailer yes. for the next doom yes.
1: game
2: oh man they
1: they took that concept and they moved it up a, to the next level. Yeah. There's like this over-the-shoulder rockets and all kinds of craziness. Yeah, that looks great.
0: My number two mm. is Deus Ex Human Revolution.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah. Um oh, that's a good game.
0: Yeah. Uh, I had not played much Deus Ex um, before Human Revolution, mm-hmm. but explicitly went and played the old one. Uh, well, I'm sure that I think there was a couple before but... I, I played like the, the very first one for the like the original one. Yeah. Yeah, the original one um, to like to get more familiar with the game. Um, probably like a couple of months before it came out. Um, and this is back when I was in college. And then, like, man, what a huge difference. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Uh, just, I mean, at the time, the graphics were just insane. The gameplay was so much smoother. It was my perfect type of gameplay where you, you can kind of like choose how you want to approach. The game, um, whether you want to be more kind of a salty or stealthy, Um, and I really enjoyed playing. I kind of kind of makes me want to play some Deus Ex right now, Mm. just talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that like everything about the game was still so much, definitely the same world and uh, and concept, but just like masterfully kind of rebooted was um, Mm -hmm. was really really epic.
1: Except for the boss fights.
0: Yeah. yeah boss fights in general i'm not a fan of
1: yeah all right number one on my list um this game we basically spent over an hour talking about is uh resident evil 2 and i'm not sure if it's because it's super fresh in my mind but i definitely
2: think the game is really well crafted and deserves a really high place on my my list nice um my number one is resident evil 2 2019 uh uh, there you go. Uh <laughs> you, you've been copying off my list again, John. Um Yeah, I looked at it. Yeah, no, uh, this game's fantastic. It's my favorite Resident Evil. Um it it like I said, it takes it takes what's good about the newer Resident Evil's, like um you know, specifically you know five, six, and seven, the over-the-shoulder view, the 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 gun mechanics, and combines that with like the amazing level design of the originals and the survival horror you know um inventory management mechanics of the of the original Resident Evil uh, it's just the best of both worlds and it's such a good game. I was so shocked at how great of a game Resident Evil 2 2019 was um this is probably at time of recording uh, gonna be my game of the year so far uh, spoilers Ooh. I don't yeah um, I, I can't there's nothing else I've played that equals this now. Like I said, in a week and a half, we got Mortal Kombat 11 coming out in July. I think in either June or July, we have Mario Maker 2 coming out along with Judgment from, you know, in the Yakuza universe. So we'll see Mm -hmm. if they can, any of those games can dethrone Resident Evil 2. But so far, it's my game of the year.
0: Well, gentlemen, I have news for you. Yeah. We have ourselves a sexy three-way.
2: A number one three way.
0: Number one for me is Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Here's the crazy thing about Resident Evil Two remake. I forgot because as as much as I don't like playing horror games, I have played a lot of the famous ones, and I didn't realize how much of this game I actually remembered. Oh yeah. It came to me like in the moment. I was like, oh, I would like halfway solve a puzzle just through like my subconscious. It was crazy, Mm -hmm. and it was cool. But it was weird. It was a weird kind of dichotomy because, at the same time, it looked so different and was just such a fresh look on everything and 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 mm-hmm. and you know style that that it's like I didn't recognize it, but I some so somehow subconsciously did, and that's amazing. That's a that a game can do that. It can like mm-hmm. modernize the engine and the gameplay and design, uh, but still feel very familiar. Um, so yeah, as much as I hated playing it. I think it was a great game.
2: Game was uh fantastic. Um yeah, very good. Uh what what do we have to endorse?
0: Um I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I've
2: been watching a lot of
1: YouTube lately mm. or in general mm. and uh one of my new favorite channels is Sam the Cooking Guy. Okay. And it's just this dude, this white dude out in California making some really interesting dishes but he just has this really entertaining personality and uh even though i probably will never re-attempt any of his recipes or or maybe i will you should uh, it's just really cool to pass time yeah and and it's like he makes like a really insane variety of stuff hmm. so really recommend it if you guys are into cooking nice. i do like me
0: some some cooking so i'll check that out sam the cooking guy
2: uh, I'm going to endorse a video game. Um, I have been playing a puzzle game called Baba is You. Um, I played so,
0: that. Oh, do you love this game? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's enjoyable um, little puzzles.
2: So basically, um, the gist of any level in Baba is You. So um, the reason Baba is You is called Baba <laughs> is You is because in most levels, you play as a little sheep called Baba. And um, the interesting thing about this game is the rules for uh, each level are explicitly written in text, in, like, interactable, pushable text blocks in the world. And you can um, push these text blocks around to make new rules. So, for instance, you might have, like, Baba is you and Block is push. You can change that to, like, Block is you and then you move your blocks around instead of moving Baba around. And maybe the puzzle is, you know, the only way to complete this was to put, um, uh, I don't know, all four blocks on a thing so that you can move out of the way and get Baba to the end and I don't know, whatever. Um, but uh, the, the end, like I'm in the latter parts of the game and the rules get so complex and so ridiculous and the game just keeps introducing new rules and new mechanics um they are really really good uh i don't know brain teaser puzzles if you're into puzzle Mm -hmm. games i strongly recommend baba is you uh it is the only thing on my uh list that is challenging resident evil 2 for my game of the year baba is really wow that good okay i love i love me some puzzle games though puzzle game i have a soft spot for puzzle games so baba is you
0: i mean it's really impressive just from like a technical perspective
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How how yeah. they um, get the rules to work yeah. you know, um, systematically when you push the blocks around? Yeah, very impressive. Oh, yeah. Very very creative too. I haven't played a puzzle oh, game. Oh, super like this. creative.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, what are we talking about? Endorsements. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, there's you know how much I love social deduction games, uh, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. When when we first played social deduction, yeah, like we played we first played Resistance. Yeah. um yeah. years ago yeah and we broke friendships over that and right uh, yeah sure oh yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it's amazing that a game can do that you know yeah mm-hmm. forever since that game we never yeah. trust Brian Stella like he's just sure, yeah Nobody an untrustworthy Brian. person yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. um just because of that game so yeah. I love social deduction games I played yeah. um there's my favorite type there's one that I uh recently played
2: oh I'm so that excited. is yeah.
0: called uh it's called deception.
2: Murder in Hong
0: Kong? Murder in Hong Kong.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard that game's really good.
0: So this game is really interesting because it mixes social deduction and, mm-hmm. a, you know, a spy or, or a murderer in this case, you know, who knows he's the bad guy and has an accomplice who knows. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else has closes their eyes so they don't know who he is when they open their eyes. But it also mixes that with pretty much the game of Clue. Mm-hmm in where everyone has some sort of item uh, and and one other piece, like a tile, and like everyone has it like in front of them, and the murderer ends up deciding what item was used for the murder, but everyone mm-hmm. has an item. So it's like this ah, it's this really interesting like thing where where as the game plays on, it just adds a whole other layer to like figuring out who the murderer was, basically um mm. and the fact that like that throws in like these the whole theme of kind of like the murder uh, kind of reminds me of clue um yeah, it's really fun um you guys should uh should check that one out
2: uh have you seen um blood on the clock tower it is mm, no it is a brand new social deduction game um that's oh. just now coming out like this year um that game looks oh, super I'm gonna good i have to get it now if you're into social deduction games, just take a look at blood on the clock tower. It looks amazing. I'm am double
0: endorsement.
2: I was hoping you were going to endorse blood on the T- clock <laughs> tower because I really <laughs> want to know how that game plays because I have like reviews of that game have just been like amazing. So I'm, I'm ah, curious right, to see.
0: That's it. I'm going to have to get it and I'll endorse it <laughs> next time.
2: Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else? No. okay no? <laughs> um, well come back <laughs> come back <laughs> come back next week for uh, some blood and violence and gore we're going to be in the naughty zone for sure next week we're going to be no talking about Mortal Mortal Kombat 11 Finisher. Um, finisher. and uh, until then uh, I've been James for the Good Games Podcast I'm Leo and I'm John and we'll see you next
0: time see ya
2: Goodbye.
1: So yeah, my number, my number three on the list is, uh,
0: don't oh, make <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs>